What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, the waviest podcast on the planet. From the hood, we do it most good. It's your boy, Aus. You can follow me on Twitter, at 10 Stacks. Got my boys here with me. Yeah, this is Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler 1711 and at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice two underscores and on Twitter at two underscores be nice. Man, we got to talk about the Super Bowl. All these crazy trades before the trade deadline in the NBA. But first, we got to shout out and shaking my head at the week. Uh, who want to start, man? Who, who would like to start? I'm going to start. No, no. Who started last week? Did you start last week? Yeah, I did start. Last All right, I'll start. I'll start this week. Um, shout out Div, man. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, man. He's 24 years old. Uh, so so shout out to him. And uh, shout out to Sada Baby. You know, that, that, that tape was hot. It was pretty fire. I'm not going to lie. A lot of nice songs on there, man. Shit you could just ride to while you're gritting your teeth and shit. And, just upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so I want that nigga dead. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm fucking with that. So I feel you. good. That's a good um good, good little tape right there. And uh shaking my head. Got shaking my head the cold, bro. It's cold as fuck. Like it's it's beyond just reasonably cold. I went out just to start my car up a little bit. And I damn near just froze to death, bro. Like I couldn't believe I had to go full coat. And when I came back, I just felt like I went somewhere. I didn't go nowhere for like five minutes. I just stepped outside. It's just way too cold to be outside. It's way too cold to be alive, bro. And I feel bad for niggas getting they, getting robbed for their coats in Chicago, bro. That is not right. Can't rob a nigga for their coat in this weather, bro. That's mm, hell no. Y'all just gonna have to walk together, niggas. I just walk together. If a nigga tried to rob me from my coat, we just gotta walk in that bitch hand in hand. Then there he get the he get the back, I get the front of the coat. We just walk together. But it's way too cold right now, bro. And uh. I can't, I ain't down with this shit at all, man. Now, you ain't think it was that cold, because you out here telling everybody to layer up and shit. Listen, man, when you the king of winter, and when you the king of the north, like me and my bloodline, like, I'm, I'm used to it. It is cold, but you just gotta, you gotta layer up. Like, we live in this weather. I watched a show called Living Below Negative Zero on National Geographic. Shout out to them. And people live through it, and they ain't wearing half the shit that we wearing. They just out there, so, I mean, you can get through it. Um, and then my final shake my head is the end of the football season, though. It's very upsetting. So it, was, it was a decent season. It was actually a better season than, like, in remembrance. Like, last year wasn't good at all, for real. But this year was pretty good. And, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough to see it, man. See it go away. But, you know, when is the draft? Like, two months from now? Uh, May, I think. Yeah, May, that would be... Four months from now. It's April. Is it April this year? 21st to 24th, I think. Yeah. Mm, all right, so there we go. You gotta wait a little bit. We'll be back in our football. I ain't. I'm not looking at no mock drafts, though. That's something I, I'm shaking my head at mock drafts. Do that I don't like all that day, shit. Every day. Huh? Do that all day. Every That's all you day. do? Yeah, we are gonna have like uh for the next few episodes, we are gonna have like mock who we think the Lions gonna pick from here all the way to the draft. So, and free right. agency is in March, yeah, so, so. You're like six weeks away from that. Mm. Got the combine coming up. A big combine. Yeah, I don't care about that. Come on. <laughs> That's for the workout world. I just like preseason and regular season. Now, I like offseason moves, but it really does. You know, you I, gotta, I like to see the product, man. I don't really care that much. You know what I'm saying? I like I mean, I like, like, NFL Network, what they do with the football towns and, like, undrafted, the TV show. They following guys who are trying to get drafted. I like I don't need to see that. Did know. they have Phillip Lindsay on there last year? I believe so. Okay. Oh, if they did, then they found one. Yeah. If they didn't, then that shit ain't worth nothing. Then. You gotta find the guy. <laughs> you gotta find the diamond in the rough. All right, uh, Lana, you going? 
Uh, yeah, I go, man. Uh, shout out to Michigan basketball, man. Oh. Uh, bullied Ohio State the other day in the cold, man. Um, like I told, be nice, be nice. Uh, Michigan State lost to Purdue the other day. Uh, Langford out for the season. Um, I think Michigan just got the Big Ten this year. And um, they just going to – everybody else is just bowling pins. So um, shout out to them, man. Shout out to Mo. He was at the game. Um, shout out music. Shout out – I got to go to Tory Lanez, man, versus everybody. He's called out everybody. Him and Doc Q has some good battles. I feel like Tory got the better of him. I feel like the one dial chick went at him real hard, man. It's been funny. Tory Lanez called out the whole Dreamville. You know what? I'm riding with Tory Lanez, man. I don't man. think nobody going to battle him. He's just too funny, too clever, and he got the animation, man. I heard there's other niggas that called out Tory Lanez, but he just ain't said nothing to me. Well, you know what? Like, my son called him out. Look, my son's like a battle rapper shit like that, and, you know, he can go. I wouldn't fuck with my son either because he got too much time on his hand. He going to do that. J.R. Ryder, Dipset, <laughs> came out the blue. I ain't heard that name in years. He been creeping back in Creeping back. Day, and he man. came with a diss track. I'm like, yeah, you don't really want to get... That's a pig pen mentality. You don't want to get in the, in the pen with J.R. Ryder and shit like that. So I heard them dudes call him up. But nah, just worry about the big guys. Let me say, shake my head, Atlanta. Shake my head. Hey, Tory Lane's a guy, man. <laughs> and I, I, hey, listen, J. Cole's a better rapper than him. But I think in a battle, I'm going with Tory, man. Damn. Just man. too funny, man. I'm, I'm going with him. Um. Oh, also, shout out to Primetime. Primetime, he got his uh, 30 for 30 coming out. So as soon as that's over with, I'm going to go check, uh, check that out. Um, the Keith Thurman fight. So, I'm not going to shake my... Like, Austin was with me when I was watching the fight. I'm not going to shake my head at it. I was pissed off at first, but look. No, he lost, right? No, he won. He won, he won that fight? He won that fight. Uh, and, he was about to lose that fight. And look, he been off for 23 months. He looked super duper rusty. He wasn't sitting down on his punches. He was moving way too much. Josito Lopez, who probably has like the slowest hands in the division, slowest feet, was catching him clean, snapping his neck back. Um, after the fight, it was like Keith Thurman talking about his hand hurt again. And like I said, y'all ain't been out for two years with, with injuries. And then the other day, he told me he want to come back and fight Pacquiao. That's really the only fight that he focused on. Damn. Look, Thurman needs some more tune-ups. Um, I, I got Pacquiao beating him if they fight. And this is an old Pacquiao. I still got old Pacquiao beating him. But yeah, Thurman, did, he didn't look good. But you can tell he's been off. He hasn't been sparring. Um, like I said, Zito Lopez definitely has some good rounds at the end. And a lot of people want Thurman to lose because... He's just holding up to the vision. He's just kind of in the way right now, man. He's been at first. He used to call everybody out. He was aggressive, and once he became the target, man, he, he kind of fell back, man. He he when people bring up Earl Spence's name, he get like fidgety. Um, he don't bring up Terrence Crawford at all. He say he don't respect him. But other guys used to check chase him when they was at one forty seven. So that's that's the problem with people. Keith Thurman is so. the champion, Lando. So you can't. I mean, you can't disrespect. We gotta be able to appreciate the champions while they're here. Hey, look, he is a champion. He is a champion. He is a bell holder. So, hey, I give him that. I just think if he would have fought any elite guy uh, last Saturday, he would have lost. And I think he knows that, too. Like, he knows that, too. He knows his performance is that bad. So, um, th- that was that. Shaking my head at Roger Goodell. He came out today with his press conference. Um, yeah, the humans. The humans. Uh, the, the, the Colin Kaepernick stuff. He said, just like, bro, just he just looked like a PR. Just, and it looked like they softballed the questions to him, too. So. Man, bro, uh, he's been done for two that. weeks. He ain't, we don't want to talk to the media for real. We want to do his job. Yeah, uh, whatever he's doing. And um, shake my head to guys who jumped on the Empire Star, man. I think his name is Jesse. Wow. Um, shake you my know, head at that. You know, I don't know if that happened. You don't think it happened? I don't believe that happened. Because it kind of came from out of nowhere. And one of the questions that was brought up, which I thought was a very good question, is do people who rep MAGA that hard even watch Empire? 
Oh yeah, because it's on Fox. And that's and that's one thing about Fox though. No, no, I'm I'm telling you so because even going back to the Keith Thurman fight, they like. But do you it. even watch Fox Empire? I used to. The first two seasons, it got too silly. It got too. I watch. You can even. Admit, I watched it for the first three seasons, and then when like Lucas, Lucius. when like he lost his Lucius, yeah. when he lost his memory again, I'm like, you know what? That's funny because it's a it's a joke on Twitter that some people say it's like this this picture, and they say we all stopped watching it after this, and that's true. I did used to watch Empire <laughs> before that. Whatever that scene or episode, <laughs> niggas just stopped. Once he like, lost his memory, yeah, and was about to get bro. Blue, niggas like, hey, man, I, I was done with it after that. I'm like, you know what? I can't go through this shit, man. It turned to like some soap opera shit, but. It's a bunch of people who just watch Fox all day, no matter what's on. So, like, people see, like, the PBC numbers, like, damn, Keith Thurman probably did this much. It's just niggas that just sit at home and watch Fox. <laughs> like, Fox got that strong presence just like NBC and CBS. So, yeah, I, I can see a, I can see a, uh, a radical just, just watching Fox. reports, man, that the cops and people, they went through all the footage in downtown area they and they couldn't find it. That's I, listen, hopefully it, it just sounds too fishy, dog. Cause I don't know nobody that watch Empire no more. It's hard for me to believe that the MAGA nigga is really just that watching it and is that mad at the nigga. Like, fuck, I wanna gotta beat him up, bleach him. It's just like, what? What's going on? I hope he's not making that. And, it's, and it really came from out of nowhere. Like, yeah. it was just like you wake up and you see it on Instagram. It wasn't even no news story. It was just like Instagram, the nigga beat up. And he just was like, he, he is. I guess less of a celebrity to the point where he don't need no security, but like you just walk into a subway at two in the morning and just. I'm not saying I'm, yeah. I'm down on like it. Just, all, it do sound kind of funny. I walked to a subway like Fish, two or three in the morning. I walked to a McDonald's. That one McDonald's open all day. I walked to a McDonald's. Yeah, man, I was right next to the uh, Tropical Rainforest Cafe, man. They got a McDonald's across the street. Austin know that. Yeah. And I went in that McDonald's like two or three in the morning. Drunk, yeah, when I was in Chicago. I ordered a bunch of shit, bro. <laughs> like, see, I, I ordered a bunch. I had a Big Mac. I know that. Bro. A Big oh, Mac. Yeah, man. I blew what that the bad. fuck? I blew that bathroom up. You ate a Big Mac. Yeah, I ate a Big Mac. What the word? Uh, what's going on? And then just shaking my head the cold, man. But that's all I got. Oh. Obviously, we starting it off with shaking my head at Lando. Yeah. Big that was three Big years. Mac. That was three years ago. Tory Lane, shout out. So shout out Tory Lane. And leading into the second shaking my head, your boy out here ratting. Big snitching. Who's snitch six nine to That's my Do we need to pull up the receipt? Anybody out there who's a loyal listener? Yeah. Who been supporting Takashi six nine? All I said was he was funny. All I said was funny. Yeah, but all I said is niggas need to drop him off a breeze. Push that oh, nigga wait, off. Wait, wait, I don't wait, like him. Be nice. And I want to let you get your spiel. Who did not think he was gonna snitch? <laughs> Nah, Everybody knew he was going to snitch. Though you would have had him with you. But I knew he was going to snitch soon as they cooked him. You would have had him with you. I wouldn't have had him with me. He a snitch. Yeah, he, he, he rad, man. Shaking my head at that. But also shaking my head at, like Meek Mill said, you can't be no real dude around a nigga like this, bro. Like Meek said, he came home and heard he had some real people around him. Like, who, who's stupid enough to do that? You got to be a fool to do some shit like that, man. It just don't make no sense. Uh, shout out to the Warriors, man. Back in some dominance. It just It's looking crazy right now. I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. And shout out to the NBA in general, man. You know what I'm saying? You see the big moves get get busted out like this. Like today, we see Porzingis on the move. You know, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And just the potential moves that's going on. It just excites. I really used to love the NFL, but it just don't do it for me like this now. But but the NBA, it always bring it for me. Every season, bring it right back around. This joy. I think that can get us straight into our first topic, man, the Super Bowl. And, and everything surrounding the Super Bowl. This Super Bowl is the least exciting of all Super Bowls. Don't I do think, it, man. I think I've ever been a part of. Like, ever to know, like, 
I really don't even care that the Super Bowl's on Sunday. It's kind of just like, since it's almost like a national holiday, it's like, you know, you might as well get all in for the Super Bowl. But it's like, what? Like, this NBA shit, the, from this week, Anthony Davis news took over the whole week. And, like, now the Super Bowl is kind of like after, though. Like, it's going it's to take over Sunday. But the press that they did this week has been It's boring. more just like a spectacle. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you get old... And then Christmas don't really mean nothing to you. Halloween don't really mean nothing to you. But you still you still performing those acts. It's like, oh yeah, Halloween I'm gonna wear. I'm, we got a Halloween party. I'm gonna go mess with these girls. Or it's Christmas. I'm gonna go get something to eat with the family. But it ain't it don't got the same feel. It don't got the same joy. You like, man, it's Super Bowl. So when the when the titty popped out, we knew, that was good Super Bowl time. We knew oh man, it's Super Bowl. So I gotta stay up for this. But that's the thing, like the thing with the Super Bowl back in the day was everything. You, know, yeah. you had the, the stars on the field, you had the stars performing. Um, the media was a lot better, and then you yeah. had other players. Even though they still do that now, you had other players from other teams just in the Super Bowl town, just in Atlanta. Yeah. They'd just be in there chilling. I see Baker Mayfield do interviews and, and stuff, but it seemed like they had more activities. Like I can remember when the Super Bowl was here. That was like the beginning of our downtown getting changed around. Yeah, they, amazing. They hooked downtown up for the Super Bowl. They had Cobo Hall. You can go in there and do football drills. Yeah, I was in there balling. Jerome Bettis had parties. Magic Johnson had parties. Like everybody came, and like Diddy had parties. I don't know if they're doing that right now in, a, in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. I really don't. No, that's a lot of people traveling down to I Atlanta. I think they, they're doing parties, but it's just like... It's just parties. It's just like, I don't... Like, I think it's one, maybe because the Patriots have been too many times. Yeah. So you can only ask them niggas so many questions that's going to be inter- interesting. And then two, I don't even... They didn't even talk to Marcus Peters. That's one of the most interesting that, dudes. That was one of the things I was, I was going to say, too. I don't think that it's... The prolific character is there. Like they're not putting the mic in front of the person. You like, hey, you might have to watch this nigga. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You might have to snap. You might have to snatch the mic away. <laughs> me, me, they don't got that character where you like. Even if it was Ray Lewis wasn't gonna say anything too wild as far as cursing or anything, but he was gonna say something crazy. So you had them type of characters where it was like, all right, this is somebody I can root for. But I, I can but see something enjoyable in I'm, this person. I'm glad you said it because, like you said, when they played um, San Francisco that last yeah. Super Bowl, you had Randy Moss talking shit. Yeah, you had T Sizzle. On the mic talking shit. Like you say, you still got Ray Lewis. Like you, you had a bunch of like Frank Gore, you had a bunch of characters. The last Super Bowl I got excited for was the Seattle and New England because you had characters. Like Richard Sherman was talking shit. Um with then Marshawn Lynch, I'm just here so I won't get fun. I won't get You had characters build up and you had people that wasn't scared to call out the Patriots. The Rams were trying to play it safe because they don't want to say anything to upset Brady or anything. So. I mean, but even in general, like his that person, that even if you're a team like the Chiefs would have win, they don't. They still don't got them. Pray. Patrick yeah. Mahomes talked like a frog. Like, oh, man, what's going <laughs> on? I'm just organized. I don't know what. Game. I don't know what Sammy Watkins sound like. I've been a fan of him forever. They don't got Kareem Hunt no more. So you definitely never seen no interviews from none of their running backs. And Travis Kelsey just a smooth white guy. Like you know, he not gonna give you too much. It's just like I'm smooth. I date black chicks. What you want? I go to a black barber shop. What else y'all want to hear? That's all I got for <laughs> I you. Just, know what I'm saying that's it. And, and I just feel like. I just feel like it's too much of a foregone conclusion. Like we know who's gonna win this game. We really don't. Like I, I see people trying to make the argument for the Rams, and I'm done arguing that shit, bro. I, the better the Patriots beat the better team twice. They clearly a better team than these niggas. The niggas, you know, think they are. I, so it's like I, I won't. I think with the Super Bowl though, because even last year a lot of people felt that way, and the Eagles got them. And to be honest with you, like even though you know, the Patriots have won a lot of Super Bowls. They could have lost a lot of those Super Bowls, too. They all came down about three points in the last second drive. So, I'm not going to put it past the Rams, but I would not bet a dime on the Rams winning this Super Bowl. Like, it's just it's nothing nothing that says the Rams. I feel like the, 
the Eagles also had that scheme where it was like the same thing that got everybody else got the Patriots. Whatever magic Nick Foles had in that that RPO scheme just was like, can't nobody stop this. Yeah. When we got when we get to this time of the year, as much as you want to, your defense just can't can't hold up. It just whatever it is, it put too much onus and pressure on the defense from the switches and the rotation and the chance that they might hand it off. And then Nick Foles also taking a chance on sometimes he keeping it run. So he keep you on your toes and it just was too hard for people to kind of scheme around that and figure it out. But like you said, I feel like right now, and we kind of talked about this previously, and it was one of the notions and points that I, I pushed out there when we talked about the agenda. And we kind of knew that the ramps was going to go. We kind of felt like that was something. They want that market out there in L.A. But to me, and talking about characters and stuff like that, I just feel like the storylines would have been better if it would have been young versus young and old versus old. If, if time went, I felt like Drew Brees had to go. You know what I'm saying? It just That seemed like the fitting... One of these guys might go off into the sunset. And even into that that point, the Saints got the characters. The Saints was a team where they had the vibrant people that's there. You got Mark Ingram and Kamara running. They were wearing the ski mask in the locker room. Even Drew Brees is probably the most fiery of the quarterbacks that was left out of the last four. And just to see them get played how they did, I think that kind of dropped down a lot yeah, of people. They were, they were, <laughs> a lot of here. people. They were supposed to be here. That shit for sure killed Super Bowl hype. Like, yeah. damn, the Saints don't even know. I thought they was going to be the better yeah. team. It's just like... Nobody that championship a- night, I was at my aunt and uncle's house, and my uncle just walked back in the house from at the, being at the bar. He like, man, football. I don't even. He didn't even want to watch the next game after the Saints got did how they did. He's like, I don't it even was, care. It was no egregious call. Like you go back and look at, it, it's like, no, how don't you throw a flag? It was everything against what Roger Goodell, the helmet, the helmet. The <laughs> like he did everything. Yeah, everything. So I was just like, what? What's going on? And then the Saints, they fans still crying about it though. It's like it's nothing you can do, bro. It's over. They suing. It, yeah, they suing and everything. I'm just like, like, look, I'm tired of this shit, man. I'm tired of, because I, I feel like it was the agenda behind it. All those referees live in L.A. I don't California. know about that one. They do. I they mean, do. I do, but I'm saying, yeah. I don't, like. Nah, man, that's something, it's something. You know the NFL, as a, get, they want to get the Rams out there. As yeah. a sports fan, it's hard to go back to all of the moments like this, but this is the most egregious no, this act. Is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say that, that Kings versus Lakers shit, though. You got the cheating ref. He went to jail for that shit. Yeah, he did. And he called, he put, but, and that's why I don't put nothing past no sports. But. <laughs> but we talking about a team that had Shaq and Kobe Bryant. The odds of them two niggas going to the them free throw shot line a lot. I'm just saying, throws in that the game, odds of them bro. going to the free throw line a lot. It's not that nah, surprising. Man. He might have milked it a little bit, but he, he milked, milked, it, it, he milked it a lot, bro. Uh, <laughs> Even bro. though he did. Uh, he the Kings would have lost anyways, man. He would have lost anyways. Nah, man. You can't have cheap refs out there, bro. You can't. He to, yeah, he went to jail for that shit, bro. He's pretty much point shaving and controlling games. But that wasn't to... That's... A, the reason why I can say that I think this is worse because that wasn't on the, the hands of what seemed like the, the league. The NBA ain't want him doing that. He, his pockets want him doing that. He was I doing think that the NBA, NBA didn't want to fucking Kings and fucking New Jersey in the finals. This is a TV rating nightmare. And that's the same thing with this. They want to get the Rams. They want the Rams to be a primetime team in L.A. They invested way too much money in that stadium, way too much money in the moving. They got to get return on their investment, and that's why they want them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And that's the same thing with what happened to the NBA. They, they needed the Lakers to be in the finals. Yeah, that, that ain't going to work this time. <laughs> we'll get the Lakers in the finals? Yeah, the Rams not winning it. Oh, the Rams, no, the Rams, no, the Rams not winning it. So we all in the grid. The Rams not winning it, right? They got a chance, but now they ain't going. Oh, I mean, they got a chance you suit up, but I think that chance. They had the worst the worst chances of beating the Patriots out of the final, final couple teams. The Chiefs probably had the, the best or second best between them and the Saints and, and the Rams. I just don't see it. I think yeah, I think the, I think the Saints would have lost lost too. I mean, I, yeah, they probably would have lost, but I, I felt like it would have been a better game. Oh yeah, it would be much better. All right, man. So let's get into some let's get into some important 
important talk abouts real quick, man. Let's get let's talk about something that that the people really want to they want to hear both our all our opinions on this, man. Let's just talk about some real shit. So, Anthony Davis has requested a trade, got fined fifty thousand dollars, and apparently, from what I've seen on Twitter, fifty thousand dollars in Anthony Davis money is like eighty dollars in our money. So, like, he got fined eighty dollars for saying that he wanted to trade and saying that he wanted to go to the Lakers. And um, it's it's clear Anthony Davis is under Clutch Sports, which is run by LeBron's man, Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's also LeBron's agent, too. Yeah. LeBron has no equity in the company. He has no equity in the company, but it's his man's. You know what I'm saying? It's his man's company. So it's something going on. But do you think it was all-out tampering? Yes. Yeah. Why? 100%. Why? The reason why I say this is because if you look at how these things are manifested, everything about this seems like a LeBron James move. And this is not taking nothing away from Rich Paul. I don't think the way he maneuvers business-wise is in that manner. Like, I feel like the, the idea, basically what I'm saying is the, the to drop the personal message, hey, this is why Anthony wants to leave. This is this That to me sound like LeBron James. That don't sound like a Rich Paul thing. Like, I think the origination or original person who came up with that scheme is the decision. That's LeBron James. So he told them, hey, do this. You know what I'm saying? Buster, just write this, type this up real quick, Rich, and tell them, hey, look, this is why you want Anthony to leave. And then just tell them you want Anthony to come to me. And then we got it. We figured it. I, I told y'all niggas this two years ago that LeBron James was going to the Lakers. He been mapping all of this out for a long, like, this nigga is matriculous. Yeah, Everything he, he a mastermind. We already talked about this on the show earlier. Yeah. I told niggas that Anthony Davis was not going to sign back. Like, it was yeah. clear as day. Niggas don't never sign that second contract, especially when they got the chance to play somewhere good. But it's like, what I was talking about, we like I was talking about it earlier. And it, might, it could be some tampering going on. Clear as day. But you don't got to be LeBron James to see that the Pelicans suck and I don't want to play for these niggas no more. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, if you don't want to play for the Pelicans, and you don't got to the, play for the, these niggas. The thing is, the the terminology within tampering <laughs> is in a situation where niggas saying, hey, LeBron James went to Anthony Davis was like, hey, bro, tell him you want to come with me. He ain't do that. It just was like, hey, bro, I got an opportunity over here. Come fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? In a couple of years, I'm going to have these young niggas. We're going to trade them niggas. Get you with me. And we're going to fuck the Warriors up. Fuck them niggas. And, and the only reason why it legitimately is tampering is because of Rich Paul. Like, because that's Brian Man. It's, it's, if you just saying, oh, yeah, I texted Anthony Davis and was like, hey, bro, come play. I don't think that's tampering. Just come play with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to have a business partner that's not only your agent, this your best friend. This this yeah. like Austin, me and Austin working together, and he got a man that he working with. He like, bro, just go fuck with, go fuck with, be nice, bro. Because yeah, he because the heads up, the nice words he gonna speak about me gonna ring more true, and he gonna go up and aboard and over top. Like, no, I'm nice to one, bro. You got you got no, nah, don't go nowhere else. I just, I just don't go like to the Knicks. Like don't go no, you gotta go to the Lakers. Bro. I feel That's like the it one. makes sense, like to see to be like, all right, the Pelicans suck. We keep getting bounced yeah. at the playoffs. LeBron over there, I won't play LeBron, and I live in L.A. But that's what I'm Fuck saying. It. Like, that's, I'm that's what I'm saying. I feel like there is no legitimate way to say. Because this is the thing. Let's say Kevin Durant, you think Kevin Durant leaving. You think he leaving the Warriors. And now the Knicks then freed up all his money. Why you? Why is Rich Paul, can't you say, well, KD might go there. You know, it's, the market in the New York is just as big. Why couldn't he go there? Yeah. 
Because LeBron's there. Because that's LeBron's what I'm LA. saying. But that's the risk part. And that's why it's tampering. Because Rich Paul always going to say, hey, Brown in, in LA, though. You ain't got to wait. Fuck the Knicks. Yeah, no, he but, always going to say that. Are, hold on, to be fair, to that point, who only Melo is the only star player who signed with the Knicks. Yeah, that's why it's not could, really. Though. But I'm saying it's not really a big market problem I or a small market problem because niggas don't want to play for New York. Niggas don't like playing the, there. The Knicks made a lot of big. Like you said, they thought Marbury was gonna be big. They mm. thought Penny Hardaway, even though he's come up there, they thought he was gonna be big. They, um, like I said, Amari Stoudemire. They thought yeah. he was gonna. He, he signed the first. Like, Amari, he was the first one to go yeah, there. First year to go there, so they thought it was big. But I think people understand agents have always controlled yeah. where players go. Yeah. You can look at Drew Rosenhaus if you want to get paid and you want to go a certain team. You hired him because he made shit happen. And that's the same thing that was going on. And Phil Jackson was worried about this happening in his book in 2005 when he was talking about LeBron and him. He said, I just don't want to talk about his posse. He, like I said, he seen it, which I don't have a problem with it. I'm happy that LeBron and him doing it. But, yeah, definitely you're going to see a lot more players at the part of clutch move to, like, L.A. or to the West Coast or be in better position. And nothing wrong with it, but we can't just act like it's nothing, no time. Like it's that. not an agenda. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? That, agenda, that's, that's really all I'm saying is just, like, it's not an unbiased thing. Like, Rich Paul is always going to say, if, if he got the opportunity to put you with Brian, he's going to be like, go play with Brian. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's but different because that's biased. But the thing is, is, like, go play with Brian is pretty much like, go win a championship, go get some money. Because Brian getting niggas money, he getting niggas yeah, literally also, deep in the playoffs. Brian he will also, he will also book on your ass. He will. It's team Brian over anything. Ain't no loyalty with see, that nigga. But now we, and then, well, I can't say that. And then, I can't say, because he get everybody paid. Yeah, he got J.R. Smith paid. But I was, <laughs> I was like, like yeah, let's go for you. Truth is talk, then he started complaining when them niggas was winning. like you said, like you said earlier, he just calculated. He know his next step before everybody else. And now you think about it. Now you think about it. Kyrie, because now, you know, to add on to the story, they're talking about Kyrie might I thought his Boston deal yeah. might end up going to LA to go Hoover Brown again. Yeah, what y'all think about that? Kyrie made a mistake in Cleveland. <laughs> he should have thought he should have. They should have worked it out, man. They should have worked it out and not Kyrie is seeing that because, like I told you at the beginning of the year, they got too many guys over there and they looking at him like, "We yeah. don't need you. We went to the Eastern Conference Finals without you. You a ball hog. We don't need you." Simple. And, and that's the thing. Boston got a simple way out. You figure a way to get rid of Gordon Hayward. You package that nigga with some of them picks. You get back whoever you because Al Horford is leaving. You get another big man. You package some of them picks. Get Gordon Hayward the fuck out of there. And Terry Rozier is gonna walk. No, no harm, no foul. You move on with Kyrie Irving. You move on with Marcus Smart. You move on with Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown has accepted coming off the bench. He don't care. He don't care. Marcus Morris is a great bench player. You figure out a way to keep him, and you find another big. It's Gordon Hayward that got to go. Terry Rozier, even, he's not the problem. It's Gordon Hayward is a bum. That nigga not doing shit. Now his reports coming out talking about he not fully healed from his ankle injury, which is understandable. But it's just unfortunate that that shit happened after funneling $180 million damn near to this bum. He's not doing shit to be the fifth or sixth best player on the team. He the problem. He the problem. And, like, and, and, now, and he the outside nigga with everybody looking at him. Like how they was talking about, oh, Kevin Love don't be in none of the group pictures with the Cavs. Niggas don't fuck with Gordon Hayward. They ain't like, hey, yeah, we finna go out to the club. You know what I'm saying? It's six young black guys in Boston. You think they want to party with him? Fuck no. <laughs> he, there's no chemistry with him. It's like, come on, man. This slick back fake GQ model. You look like a Calvin Klein model. Nigga, I don't want to hoop with you. I think, and it's like the fans starting to get unruly with Gordon Hayward. Like, yeah. They're starting to root him all. Now they know you Brad Stevens' boy. He had four he points, and they was like, boy. four points, cheering four points at him and shit. Like, they were doing some weird, like, they don't, they don't, they not yeah, fucking Take your ass back to Utah. Yeah. Maggie, fuck out of here. Yeah, man. That's that's tough, man. So, do y'all think by the end of this week, or by the end of the next, well, I'm going to try that in like, February 7th. Yeah, that's like Thursday. Thursday. So, we got till Thursday. 
I think Anthony Davis will be a Laker. Because at first they weren't no. picking up no phone call, which I think is more tampering. That shit kind of tampering. Niggas are tampering. No, because they're talking about, I'm talking about, hey, don't pick up the Laker calls. And then he's losing But that's not, that's not, not tampering. No, it's not tampering because Pop did it last year. But, hey, fuck them. But man. I'm saying, I did it. Saying, tell somebody not to pick up a nigga phone call. I'm like, bro, yeah, what it's like, y'all? Like, no, they they love the nigga. He they never right. did that when Chris Paul got traded to the Lakers. He's like, whoa, 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 what the fuck is going on, man? This ain't no fantasy team. Like, no, we ain't doing that. I don't mind. I don't blame Pop. No, I ain't sending you to L.A. I'm going to send your ass to fucking Utah or I'm going to send you to Atlanta. No, if you want to no. act like that, like, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> but uh, if I don't want to be here and I know where I want to go. Okay. I, you got one more year. So you got one more year in your contract. After your contract, you can go with that. That's, that's the thing I don't like about these teams, man. They try to act like it's the player fought for one and leave. No, it's the Pelicans are back. Are track. I just seen a statistic that said they drafted – the same year, because what, Michael Gilchrist got drafted by the Hornets. I was telling you that just the other day. They drafted Michael Gilchrist. They have a better record since drafting them than, than the Pelicans do. And they drafted Andy the, Davis. The only thing I will say about this entire situation in, in whole is that in the last two to three seasons, I won't say that they all been the right moves, but the Pelicans have tried to make yeah. moves. <laughs> they signed Drew Holiday. They traded for Boogie Cousins. He just happened to get hurt. And then after that, they doubled down and traded for Miritich, giving up draft capital, traded first-round pick. They went outside Julius Randle. They went outside Alfred Payton. The key component to what you just said, and it's not a knock on them, everybody knows he's one of the top five or six, you know, what that realistically could be the number one best player in the league. The nigga can't stay healthy. Yes, that's that why they can't. They don't have a better record than the fucking Hornets. So to look in the fa- and that's why, I, like Lando said, it's kind of fuck you because this ain't really one of them situations where they was comparing it to Kevin Garnett saying, "Hey, you know, you don't want to look back on your your past and say, man, I spent the, the my prime in a, a city that wasn't really trying to win or a bad organization." These niggas trying to give him something, and he is the problem. He can't stay healthy. Kevin Garnett was always out there. Well, let me say this about Kevin Garnett. They did. They they got him Sacramento. They got him the trail spree. Well, they got wait. Hold on. They he got to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. They had to trade him though because that was it. Yeah, they that was the, they no couldn't get over the hump. They couldn't get over but the hump. So the, also, the thing with that though was home. like. Sam Cassell was 36 or 30, 33. He was still playing good basketball. He was still playing. Yeah. I, two S's, two L is always good in my yeah. book. Don't get me wrong. That's my baby. But he was old as shit. You getting somebody that's on the back end of that shit. And yeah. It's like, all right, look, this is like a, a last second move where we, we we just trying to piece something together, but it ain't no growth there. It's not like, hey, look, I can and build with Chauncey this. Go. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Chauncey was his guy. That was his man. Yeah, and Chauncey was having a hell of a, a, a role as sixth or seventh man yeah. on the bench there, and he kind of revitalized his career. Then Spreewell, same thing. Spreewell, niggas thought, I was young. So I didn't even realize how old that nigga was. Spoo been playing since the early nineties. He played with fucking uh, Ron TMC. Nigga yeah, was old as yeah, shit. Yeah. He was in his fucking fourteenth season. Them there playing with KD. That nigga was old as fuck. He still was putting up buckets though. But what he I'm saying is, is this a situation where they just gave Anthony Davis Drew Holiday? He looking like one of the best two way guards in the league. Probably the best two way guard in the league because Clay Thompson can't dribble. You know what I'm saying? So we just, <laughs> that's my guy, but he can't dribble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right now, if they tried to add some pieces around him. So I, I can feel the Pelicans having some resentment saying, just, you could have gave us this extra year. But on the flip side, he did give him this time to get the best move. He ain't try to be no hoe and waited on no this whole time because niggas be knowing when they're going to leave. Yeah. He tried to get an opportunity, okay. but. So what can the Lakers, let me, what can the Lakers offer? The, that what can they offer? Up? Everything. Yeah. The kitchen sink. The cure for HIV, anything they got. I mean, I did. think what I've been seeing is uh, so Lonzo is not gonna go there, but he he got to. No, but I'm just saying that's not go, that's not a good fit for him. Elton Payton and you got Drew. No, I don't see Lonzo. They need. I to mean, Elton Payton is a one year contract. 
Yeah, but I'm still, they probably going to bring him back or want to bring him back. Okay, so do you take Lonzo or are the Lakers going to get rid of Kuzma? For the value of what Anthony Davis is, I want all three, Zubak and a pick. Yeah. I'd be asked for everything too, bro. If 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 we talking about the value of of Anthony Davis, because originally one of the the picks or trades that was out there was the proposed unicorn Porzingis, and some of the things that we just saw get traded to Dallas for Anthony Davis. If you think Porzingis is healthy and he can come back, that would have been a, a, a tantalizing move because he is already all star. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to figure out what Brandon Ingram is and no bullshit like that. You already know Porzingis is household situation. If you was to bring him down there and pair him with Drew Holiday, you know what I'm saying? He probably wouldn't do no worse because he played more than Anthony Davis already. You know what I'm saying? Even though he was just as injury prone, he still liked to play through his injuries. But with that move off the table, if they feel like they have no other options, because I, I just I don't think we're gonna see nothing like to me as off the market or out of out of the blue as the Jimmy Butler trade was. I don't really remember a lot of Philadelphia being talked. People thought or figured out that he can come to Philadelphia, but no one really predicted that was going to be the move. So, to me, I don't really see one of those positions where people just, somebody offers up a great move and they do this out of spite. I do think he either ends up in L.A. or they wait until the offseason to see what Boston has to offer. Hey, I, from what I've seen, man, if you're not going to L.A., if, they, if you're really not picking up these phone calls to get Andy Davis, i seen the, the Blazers was one of the people they wanted to. Uh, but what, I mean, I did see some people projecting that maybe the Blazers would be open to talking to the Pistons once Blake Griffin said, you know, the rumors was out that Blake Griffin didn't want to be there and that they might be coming to the understanding or the halt that because of the bad contracts they've given out, the CJ and Dame thing just not going to work. The the other money that they got tied into, not to say that it wouldn't work long term, but the other pieces they got around them just not comparable. So maybe if they feel like CJ McCollum and some picks or the young Zach Collins kid off the bench – is comparable, and they just want to be spiteful and say, fuck the Lakers. Maybe they do send them to, to Portland, which I would actually like to see. I wouldn't mind seeing them with Damian Lillard. I feel like Damian Lillard is in LeBron James, but you can make a case that that's a decent enough position to be in, to have a young star like that with you. Let's see. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm be real. I'm real interested to see. I don't know if they're going to trade them to, to LA right off the book. I think they're going to trade them someplace else. Maybe Boston. Well, no, they Boston. Yeah, they can't right yeah. So, yeah, I see them moving someplace else. All right, man, let's talk about some the real blockbuster trade that happened today, dog. The, the unicorn Knicks, is on the move. The man. Knicks traded uh, Chris Tapp's Porzingis to the Dallas Mavericks to create an overseas NBA Euro team. And the, and the, and the Knicks got returned. Dennis Smith Jr., um, DeAndre Jordan. What else they get? Wesley Matthews Wesley. and a first-round pick. And a first-round pick. Now, what do you feel about that trade? Uh, I look like equal value. I didn't know DeAndre Jordan was a part of the trade. Yeah, bro, got, a, got that nigga up out of there. Um, I think the Knicks, the Knicks look pretty good for next year, though. If they can keep their, like I said, their draft spot. And I mean, I don't. I think the Knicks got away with a pretty good trade. And I think that, um, like I said, Porzingis in Dallas, that's going to be a good fit. This is 100% one of the most even trades we've seen in the last five to six years as far as trajectory of the organizations and what people feel like they might be. The only thing that I've seen that some people kind of combated is that if the idea is that tanking is what the Knicks want to do, 
it might be a little bit harder to swing with Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan. Those are really competitive guys. I don't know if they come in there trying to tank, but it's only so much left in the season. It's only so much left in the season. So the only thing with that is, is that you got to push it to the floor on the tanking because the Suns suck, the Cavs suck, the Bulls suck. So there's so many teams that's right there with you that's already just talent-wise worse than the Knicks. And if you're pushing for a Zion, uh, R.J. Barrett, you know, those type of guys out there, though, the John Moran, which doesn't really make any more sense because now you got Dennis Smith Jr. I don't know. I don't know if you can pull that off. You know the NBA has an agenda. You know they want New York to be good. You know New York is going to get a top two or three pick. If they, they, they really need, Zion. the thing is, I feel like the NBA got to get Zion into an Eastern team. He can't go west. No, for they sure. need that. They because them seven o'clock games are suffering right now when it comes to viewership. They need Zion in that first hour, that first slate of games, and he might. Have, he, the Knicks might end up getting the first round draft pick, the first pick in the draft. Because you get first pick, you getting Zion. It's nothing. Yeah, it's no confusion about it. But do you feel like Chris Taps and on the Mavericks is gonna be good? Yeah. Yeah. Is he healthy? No, he's still hurt. But I think with healthy, I don't know if he hurt or not. He he been this is he coming up on a full year since he tore his ACL. I mean, he got skills. Like you said, I'm just be on the court or close to on the court. I I ain't heard nothing about him practicing or nothing. Yeah, but probably the Knicks probably already knew they were probably gonna. No, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he just didn't want to play, yeah. and that's what they said. You know, and even when Phil Jackson was there, he every meeting he's left with them kind of in air, and people saying, "Oh, well, we don't know how Chris Stapps feel about the Knicks." Nigga knew how he felt about the Knicks. He just waiting on y'all. Yeah, I, think I don't fuck with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good. I think it's gonna be a good fit. Dallas. I think they got away with highway robbery. Mark Cuban has just pulled off. The high school essentially. Yeah, because DeAndre Jordan, I mean, they, I knew they went hard for him a couple years ago, but when he got there, he wasn't a DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, and they, they, they signed him, him to the one year. You know, they knew it was a big contract. And this, was, to me, seemed like it was always in the back of their mind. Hey, if we get to the the, the trade deadline, he on a one-year deal. This is a deal that's coming off the books. Somebody who might have a talented player that's on the rocks might want to take this on. I will give him credit, though. He's developed into a free throw shooter. Pretty yeah, good for sure. Free throw shooter, though. And, uh, and it's like the one thing... And you got Tim Hardaway. People are undermining. Tim Hardaway is in the perfect role now. As a yeah. third scorer, yeah. this is the perfect role. Yeah. I don't even like Tim Hardaway Jr. But he got two superstars he playing yeah. with. That's the thing. I, that's the real big thing is I already knew at the beginning of the season when they drafted Luka Doncic, I'm like, oh, no, they got to get rid of this Smith Jr. Because I, I knew that nigga was better than that nigga. And I'm just like, Luka is a, actually a point guard. He's a true point guard. Like. Dismith Jr. is a good guy. He's a good guard. I think he's going to be great for the Knicks. The Knicks should have fucking drafted him when they had the chance, but he not Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is, I mean, he should have been an all-star this year. He he's an outstanding player. So, overall, I think the Mavericks just got way better in the Knicks. They're in a better position. Yeah. I like the Knicks' future, though. They That's get, what I'm they, saying. They but now I don't feel like they're going to get that Kevin Durant they wanted. I, I just don't yeah, see. I don't see a reason why Kevin Durant want to be in New York without Chris Porzingis. Like that was the idea of them niggas playing. I mean, but they got two max slots now. Yeah, but who? I mean, who? That's what I'm saying. Like nobody signs with the Knicks. It's like it's not even a big market, small market problem. Niggas don't want to play there. I don't know. Like I said, we got Stoudemire a few years back. You got you got the Carmelo that want to go there. It's still money to be made. I think it's one back. of them times where it's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's almost <laughs> like the Lakers when they was having a meet with Lamarcus Aldridge, having a meet with Melo, and people were like, man, what's going on with the Lakers? 
I think it just took time for them to get that funk up off them. They're like, man, this nigga, uh, Miss Cupcheck, Jerry, the gym bus, this shit stinking in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just, I telling people after I left, I'm, it's funky in this bitch. You don't want to go. I feel like the Knicks got that same problem. People saw Charles Oakley get beat up and pushed around. He didn't get beat up. He was about to beat some niggas up. He get pushed out of there. It's a legend. Jim Dolan doing crazy shit. Phil Jackson showing his ass. He looking like he a madman in that bitch. And it just felt like one of the things where the stench got to leave. People looking at the Knicks like, man, this looking kind of bold over there. But now you got David Fisdale in there and the young black coach. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Knox might be promising. Dennis Smith Jr. might be promising. If you get Zion, then it might start to look like the Knicks. Like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is an organization that's back. And that's kind of one of them things. The Bulls might have to go through this, too. You get that stench on you for a minute. People might got to Febreze that bitch out for a couple of years. <laughs> and I don't think that... The only thing left for KD to do is kind of like win a championship with, without four other, three other Hall of Famers. He ain't doing that. He do that. He, I think he'll try. <laughs> he but, can't uh, do that. Yeah. Um, so let's get into this All-Star game real quick, man. Whatever picture I pull up first is the one we're going to talk about. Oh, okay. So I pulled up the Western All-Star Reserves. So the West Reserves, we got LaMarcus Aldridge, Anthony Davis, Nikolai Jokic, Russell Westbrook, Clay Thompson, Carl Anthony Towns, Damon Lillard. And I believe the starters were... James Harden, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, um, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, and Paul George. Yeah. So, who y'all think got snubbed, man? Oh, that Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris should be an All Star, man. He worked extremely hard, putting up great numbers. I mean, he should be an All Star. There's no reason why he shouldn't be an All Star. See, Tobias Harris is a good pick for snub because he did. He is having a very good season, especially at the wing position. Mm-hmm. Um. And of course, Luka Doncic, like, yeah, uh, he was supposed to get there, but they just they wasn't gonna draft that nigga, and that's kind of fucked up that they just wouldn't put that nigga into the All Star game because he a rookie, man. Yeah, like, but I feel like if we're going off the onus of you know, and it's sometimes it's unfortunate, but this is kind of how the the awarding system goes in the NBA. Winning should be awarded. Luka, he's in like twelve for thirteenth seeding with the, the the Dallas Mavericks, which is a lot better than some people expected. And he is the leading cause of them. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Davis got <laughs> was he a reserve? He, oh, yeah, he, he, I mean, but he Anthony Davis, he, <laughs> he, he stacked in. You know what I'm saying? Grandfather in at this point, but I think that. Oh, Towns. Yeah, no, but that's what I was going to say. Over over Luka, to me, the snubs would be, and Luka was deserving of some of this praise and did play like an All Star in his play style. But to me, you definitely got to look at Tobias Harris's and then one of the Utah Jazz's two best players because they're like six seed right now. You got Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert. One of them should have been an All Star. Uh, Donovan Mitchell just start hoping. I couldn't give it to him. Rudy Gobert should have been All Star. Yeah, but one and of Donovan them. Mitchell, he wasn't. Playing but I'm good only enough. saying that because of play style. Like yeah. you look at. Don't oh. nobody really care about Rudy Gobert being an all-star. You know <laughs> yeah, nah. Donovan Mitchell was an all-star level player and play style. My man's in the comments said Lonzo Ball should have been an all-star. Nah, man. Yeah, he he should stay in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, shout, shout out to you, man. But no, Lonzo, he's been, he been hurt for like a stretch. Lonzo so. just didn't. He's shooting 28%. If there was a Laker to be an all-star that's not named LeBron Ramon James, it's Kyle, Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma. Kyle can, Kuzma. But no, I, I can see how somebody would, would like that if you talk about like all-star game type of deal. But well, I mean, Rise of Stars, Lonzo, of course. But like, yeah, he in that. Yeah, yeah, he in that. He in that. Yeah, Is he but, playing on yet? No, he hurt. Yeah, I think he's there. I mean, he grade three, so I he think he have a couple. That's how they doing it. Uh, yeah, hey, Brian just pulled up today. Like, fuck, we hooping. But yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, It's like niggas like, like Drew Holiday, I feel like. I feel like he got snubbed because he was playing good. It's just sometimes. But who do you take off? Sometimes he just played 14. Dave, 
butt. Yeah, and they butt. The Sometimes he just score 14. Yeah. 14 just ain't enough. Whoa, but I would much rather have to holiday and all-star game than Carlton Towns. That nigga butt to me. <laughs> all them niggas that I just named. Taking them. Carly Towns just don't. Kyle Kuzma included. Kyle Kuzma just don't. I mean, uh, Carly Towns. And, and you know, realistically, he was leading it, folks, man. Derrick Rose having a better season than that. Derrick, nigga, you gonna take a temple with that Derrick Rose. That nigga, Carl Towns, is booty. Derrick Rose definitely should have. Like, just off the fan vote alone, why wouldn't Derrick? Like, one of these niggas down there got to pay the respect card and <laughs> OG they shit and let, you know, Damon Lillard. Fuck up out of here, dog. Oh, Clay Thompson won't play? That's fucked up. <laughs> Clay Thompson not playing tonight? The dude. The dude is a nasty motherfucker. Yeah, and Gene said Tobias was in the East, he would have been an all-star. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's, uh, let's, let's look over these Eastern Conference lineup, all-star lineup, dog. So in the East, we got Bradley Beal, Blake Griffin, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Victor Oladipo, Ben Simmons, and Nikolai Vucevic. I believe the stars were Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, Joel Embiid, Joella Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving. I forgot the other Kawhi team. Leonard, Kawhi, and, uh, and Kimber Walker. Kimber Walker. Oh, um, Kimber Walker. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Okay, that's a good lineup. Um, man, this Eastern Conference set reserves though. I ain't gonna hold you up. Um, I mean the East is the is the plenish, but not that to plenish. I'm surprised Jimmy Butler didn't make it. Yeah, that, that was going to be the one, him or D'Angelo Russell. Those would be the, the two. And probably they might get in because Victor Oladipo can't play. But, yeah, those those should be one of the two that uh, that take that spot. Yeah, I, I mean. Just because Jimmy Butler can play. D'Angelo Russell, for sure. Like, Chris Middleton getting in. It's cool, but I kind of don't. He didn't. He not really having the they greatest the best, season. They got the, the, the best or second best record in the league right now. You got to reward that. That's just kind of how it go. You know, the Warriors got three niggas. Uh, they got three niggas? Or, I mean, Clay Thompson and two starters. Oh, I, f- I forgot Clay was even on there. Yeah, they got three niggas. What? What? No, <laughs> wait a minute. We talking about not Clay Thompson. I just, I just talked that nigga too. <laughs> he definitely should not have been on that bitch, bro. Clay Thompson sucked this year. He just had, he, I mean, he had the 52 yeah, game. Bro. He ain't been doing shit like that to be all-stars. Well, yeah, he was 52-point game. He had a 44-point game. Man, well, fuck no that throws. nigga. It... No and it was another another thing that's kind of undermined and lost in the season. Clay Thompson was playing good basketball when Steph was out early in the season. It was just him and KD and Draymond. Was, he was playing good basketball. He was playing very consistent. So, I mean, um, he grandfathered into it. I man. think overall of the East, it's not too many niggas that got snug because it's not too many niggas that's in there that's really that good. Like, mm-hmm. like Riley Bill for sure should be in there. Blake Griffin is having an amazing year. Shout out to Blake Griffin. Shout out to Blake. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Nah, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell got snubbed. And Charles Barkley talked about this on TV. Even if Oladipo was, was the Heat still... They, they are... Sixth in the East right now, the and at twenty, is, and at the last team with a positive record. This is this is what I, this is the thing about D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is a very good player. He's having a very good year, and he probably might be on the verge of most improved. It's a, it's a couple niggas up there in that list. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell in the beginning of the year that was Karis Levert team. He was hooping the hardest. That's because Daniel Russell was hurt. But then a couple weeks later, it was Spencer Dinwiddie team. Yeah. He was playing very hard. And then D'Angelo Russell, he just got on this stretch. He just got he, healthy. But I'm saying it's like it's too recent. Like it did it with Luke Will last year. When you yeah. start hooping in December and 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 going into January, it's just too recent for niggas to be like, oh yeah, he got snubbed. It was like 
It was still some basketball going on before December that happened. Lou should have got in last year. He should have got in last year. He should have got in, but it's like sometimes it's just too recent, bro. Like sometimes we need a season. Like we don't just need a, a week or two weeks of niggas hooping hard. Need at least a couple months of niggas hooping hard. And I think D'Angelo for sure is a good player and he definitely is all star worthy, especially over a nigga like Ben Simmons, because I don't think Ben Simmons definitely. He shouldn't go to the All Star. I think he's just going like just because he's rocking. Bitch. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, like you don't think Vucevic should go? Them niggas is twenty one and thirty one. Yeah, them niggas ass. He a grown man. <laughs> like Angelo Russell, our age, bro. He like 23, 22, you know what I'm saying? He, and he, he leading a bunch of niggas his age. He clearly the leader. What's the bitch 32 down there? <laughs> this nigga can't get them niggas no more wins? Come thought, on, nah, I'm dog. surprised he not and he be get getting triple doubles and shit. I thought he was about to get traded this year. Because, uh, man, they Nigga can't get more than 21 wins in the East, man. Come on, nah, baby. I ain't, I ain't fucking with the Vucevic. Vucevic's just a weird player to me, too. It's like all, this pe- all these people want him, but you really don't want him. He can't play defense. What what role is he going to fit in anybody's team? He really just the lost cause, bro. I need to keep that nigga down there with the bum so he keeps stat padding. <laughs> this nigga ain't shit. <laughs> Um, I mean, other than that, dog, uh, who y'all think gonna get drafted first? First round, first pick. Lando, you LeBron James, who you got first? You might gotta go hard. You might have been gonna get to the line. <laughs> I mean, it's the... No, I'm just... They still call it. I'm just saying, like, if it, be, if it be unfair, like, if you strategizing, he probably gonna get about 30 points, half free throws, that's... And you get your 30, like, that's... You halfway to the victory right there. Uh... If I'm first pick. Yeah, if you first pick. So he was LeBron. I'm Giannis. Giannis. Are we going to go through the whole draft? Y'all want to? Y'all, do y'all two want to draft? Because I was going to ask you who y'all who going to be your last pick. But do y'all want to just go full draft? Y'all two? Giannis, LeBron? Okay. Well, all three of us can go. Yeah, oh, no, no. Nah. Okay. Giannis, LeBron. Because, I, I mean, <laughs> do the fuck out Adam Silver. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, fuck it. I, I'll go with, um. give me James Harden my first pick. Lando, James Harden first pick. Be nice. Right, who you got, man? I'll be honest. I'm about to make this bitch big, bro. I'm going Kevin Durant. Kevin. All right, Lando, who you got? Uh, if he go Kevin Durant, I'm going to go Paul George. Ooh. This nigga's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Steph Curry. He's going to shoot this bitch up. Okay, you go Steph Curry. Give me Kyrie. Ooh. Ugh. Give me uh, Kawhi Leonard. Ooh. That's a good pick. Give me uh, Joel Embiid. Ooh. I mean, I ain't got nobody else to take, but Kimball Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Kimball Walker. All right, Kimball Walker. That's so he the final starter nigga to pick. All right, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, nigga, it's my turn. You, I go first with the reserves. How you go first with the reserves? You, you went home. first with the right? No, yeah, I don't go, 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 go like that. You don't go like that. Go ahead. All right, man. Let me do some scouting real quick. Oh, man. Let's check see, it. look at this guy, man. Yeah, check, check it out, man. Come check it out. Me too, man. Ooh, it's tough. This is tough. Man. Come on, B. Give me, um, give me, give me Bradley B. Oh. I'll take Blake Griffin. <laughs> Blake. Hey, give him Blake. Give me Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard? Give me Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook? Give me Clay Thompson. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. See, at this point, we get kind of tough. Oh, give me Anthony Davis. <laughs> oh, be now you like Anthony Davis. I was trying to sneak him through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no bigs in the All-Star game, bro. <laughs> the bigs win. That's all the West won for years. <laughs> man, they ain't them type of bigs ain't here no more. We talking about some soft, man. Give me the Joker. Oh, That's yeah? the bigs I'm picking. Now we picking bigs, bro. And, uh? Ooh, man. Oh, man. They call, they call uh, Yoki Big Honey. 
Uh, <laughs> give me some guards, bro. Uh, give me Chris Middleton. <laughs> damn. Uh, now Ben. Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's I was about to say, I'm damn. damn I'm, I'm hyping up the guards. I'm like, give me a guard, bro. Man. Oh, even with Marcus Aldridge. Damn. Carl Anthony Towns. Damn. Lando? That's down to what, the last pick, right? Yeah, you got one pick, nigga. Whew. Now you got... No, I pick out Larry. No. Yeah, I'm saying that, that's the last pick, right? No, nah, it's another nigga too. All right, man. Well, just give me Kyle Lowry, man. Damn. Give me Vucevic. <laughs> give me Vucevic. Hey, no, you gotta get all the deep bar. His reserve. Wait, no, no, I'm taking oh, me Russell then. No, give me Vucevic. I got Vucevic for sure. The last pick. I got Jimmy. Give me Jimmy. So I think Vucevic. No matter. Yes. No, no, I think I think Kyle Lowry gonna be the last pick. <laughs> no, I don't know. Niggas like Kyle Lowry. Last year was is Al Horford. No, but Kyle Lowry was a pick and pull. No, it was Lauren Aldridge, and then it was Al Horford. Oh, who? I know Kyle Lowry was like the last guard. He was one of the last guard. Guard stuff was yeah, like it was cool. kind of tricky. <laughs> That's cool. Damn. So, Landa, your team is LeBron James, James Harden, Paul George, Kyrie Irving, and Joel Embiid. Man, we blowing. Be nice team. Be nice is Giannis, KD, Stephen Curry, Kawhi, and I forgot who the others. Kimber Walker. Kimber Walker. Yeah. Man, we going crazy on y'all. What? Embiid and and James Harden. Kevin Durant, Steph, and Giannis. Paul George, Paul George gonna DM up. And Kawhi Leonard. Ain't Kawhi gonna be Kimber Walker. I got Blake coming off the bench. Oh my goodness, we got y'all, bro. All right, whoever still watching and Russell Westbrook, chime in on that bullshit he talking. Yeah, I got Westbrook. His first pick off the bench was Blake Griffin. That's my man. That's it. That's fucked up. And I got Russell Westbrook. Is not. I got Westbrook. And I got Anthony Davis. Come on, man. He's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to need Let me know who y'all think got the better team, man. The Lando team or the Be Nice team? My team. Now, he got Vucevic, though, because I didn't know about the, the injury play. Vucevic clearly the last nigga. <laughs> so, I got Jimmy Butler or D'Angelo no, Russell. I got Vucevic, bro. I, you can hear it in my voice. Like, this thing, I thought that was the only nigga left. Give me Jimmy, though. That's what the injured nigga go. That nigga is Vucevic, dude. Give me Jimmy, dude. Um... All right, man, anything else y'all boys want to talk about in this episode, man? Um, no, man, not really. Basketball, um, maybe TV lately, like you said, um, Netflix been having a lot of documentaries and specials. Yeah, man. It's like the Ted Bundy with the Making the Murder of Two. I ain't watching no Ted Bundy shit. Yeah, because it's yeah. too much, too much flustered people on Twitter right now, man. People is retarded. Niggas... And we talked about this with the R. Kelly shit. We talked about this with the good niggas be uneducated and be trying to voice their opinion and don't know what the fuck they talking about, bro. There's people out here that saying that they trying to romanticize Ted Bundy and his new movie with Zach Efron, like they trying to make him too cute, trying to make him too charismatic, too charming. That's what he was. The yeah, nigga was charming. You don't know shit about the shit. That's what he was doing. Like, yeah, and I've seen people that say, oh, my God, they put Zach Efron. This nigga was one of the ugliest people ever. It's like, I just, Ted Bunny is a normal-looking white guy. Yeah, they going to say the nigga was cute. got a Ted Bunny movie that came out a long yeah. time ago. And that's the way he was. That's the way he acted. And that's the thing. Like, I done seen, like, even I done watched a little bit of documentary. They was talking like, oh, Ted Bunny was a handsome. He, he had he all ugly. of us fools. He ugly to me. <laughs> <laughs> he been sure the ugly one of the ugliest niggas I done seen. You know white, white women Great like that. stone dragon looking ass motherfucker. <laughs> Unibrow having ass niggas. <laughs> you know white women like that type of shit. I they mean, like yeah. how he was looking. Yeah. But so that's what you got to do. Somebody that like how he was looking. Young Ted Bundy in the streets, man. Y'all here. 
charming. You know what I'm saying? Like they said, he had everybody fooled. People was buying into the story. He was controlling the room and shit. That's what you got to portray. Yeah. And obviously, like people said, it's a movie. You gotta you gotta make some drama in it. You gotta produce some shit that's like they, not necessarily non factual, but you just got all the exaggeration. They, they already got a movie. <laughs> I mean, but that's just hot. Nah, but you you probably talking about some de- some TV show. No, that shit. was a real a real fucking film and shit, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like they already came out with a movie. Young Bundy. Yeah. Man, they really do everything. It's unfortunate part of my childhood that I just realized certain things was not original. Yeah, it's just fucked up. You know what I'm money out here they don't want to give you no money, man. You come with the original pic- a picture, they gonna That's tell you no, it's not like, good. They just saw the same movie twice. But man. you got a remake. I take it. I take it good. But that, that, was, that was a wild time in America. Like you had Ted Bundy, you had the Zodiac Killer, you had Son of Sam. All that shit was like around the same time. It was yeah. like just they crazy. Just losing their mind. It was like it was crazy. We time. talked about this the other day, man. People like talking about the young generation, man. We don't join cults. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we don't join the hey, bitches. Amen to that. No. Man. Well, I mean, that. Nah, yeah, if you're a <laughs> social media cult, <laughs> like, you, ain't, you ain't drinking Tony a cult. Like, we don't go like crazy cult. Yeah, kill niggas. Yeah, we ain't trying to kill throats and shit. We just really want our situation man. to change. That's good. The economy <laughs> fucked up, man. You got to get your bread. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it, though. Anything else you want to talk about, man? I seen the other Firefake documentary. I seen the one on, yeah, I seen on Hulu. It was funny. It was funny. I, I didn't I, talk I, too much about Billy. Like, I don't yeah. really give a fuck about Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really, that's the same thing. I mean, I do, because that nigga is a finesse guy. But yes. it's like, I really could care less about anything other than what happened in those events in that time period. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, with the movie shit, like, Will and Martin just posted the Bad Boys 3, like, picture shit. Oh, so. Rush Hour Fall? Rush Hour 4, man. Hey, I, I'm down with that. I'm down with Coming to America too, man. I'm not down with Coming to America too. Okay, I love Coming to America. I was just watching it. Coming to America 1. I love that movie. I'm cool with Coming to America too. When is the last time you've watched an Eddie Murphy-led film that was a good movie? Life. Life was the last one. But 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 you see, let me let me break down Eddie for a minute. Eddie got too into like the little kitty shit, and that would fuck him up. Pre, like everything, like life and before... He was knocking it out the park. About like Holy Man and shit like that. That's in the mix. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Got, uh, Hold on, wait. Go, go to, uh, what's the shit called? When he was playing himself in the movie with Steve Martin and them. He was playing a nerd. And that shit was a bad movie. Hey. Norbert? No, uh, Norbert was hilarious. Years. I was about to say, Norbert was hilarious. That's a bad movie. Pluto 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 Nah, like I said, Nate Professor is funny as fuck. Nate Professor is funny. The second one kind of funny. Yeah, the second one kind of funny, but the first Nate Professor was funny. The Doctor Doolittle, that's probably what you're talking about. Nah, I don't know. That was a good movie. It's a good movie. Child movie, I got this shit at home. Mighty Joe Young? He wasn't in that. No, I'm Let me get back to But I'm not saying coming to America. I'm going to see Rush Hour 4. I want to see, I want to know why not coming to America. Because I Bowfinger, 1999. You said what's name? Yeah, that shit was that, that was like that got lost in the mix. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to no crib. <laughs> he didn't want to crib. Nah, the nah. con is on. Nah, together he for the first time. He played two different people. Yeah, that's what. Nah, both nah. He this lame ass nigga, and then another him that's just a, a movie actor. Nah, it's nah. a badass movie. But I want to know why you don't want to go see Coming to America. I'm not too. gonna see Coming to America too because I know it's just not gonna be funny. I just know it's not gonna be funny. Why not? Because the first one is one of the funniest movies. The first ever. one is exact, and you cannot put that magic in today's time. That's a movie of its time. Eddie and Arsenio back together. What about Metro? Huh? What about Metro? Metro was okay. 
I spot was good too. What about Holy? I'm saying I spot was good. What I'm saying is Metro '97. Holy man '98. Hold on, Bowfinger. This is all surrounding life. So he had been making bad movies. But life saved him. Life was like okay. What you said was that through the '90s he was making all heat. He wasn't. He had them three movies right around life. From like from coming to America, Boomerang. Harlem Nights, all that shit was fire. Yeah, Coming Vampire in Brooklyn. Vampire in Brooklyn, all that was fire. Then Metro. Metro, these, Metro was okay. But when he started making shit like Pluto Nash, the Haunted Mansion shit, um, it was a lane for that. Daddy Daycare, it was a lane for that. Daddy Daycare is a bad movie. The Daddy Daycare, the, uh, the, what's the, the, the yeah, other Norman shit. Like, all that was, not the first Norman, you think about it too? No. Right, okay, it's Meet Dave. Meet Dave. Meet Dave was, that's when he was, he was, was his own body. That, that one shit was like the money was coming from the tree. Imagine that. That was bad. Uh, the he one where he was in the heist with Bill Stiller. That was bad. Yeah, bad. All right. Yeah, he. No, he <laughs> he came out with shit like that. that was, he went. Y'all know it's a Beverly Hills Cop TV movie that he in. It's supposed to be. I thought it was supposed to be. No, a movie I came out in 2013. No, it's supposed to. I thought it was supposed to be a Beverly Hills. It's a TV movie. I thought it was supposed to be. Yeah. Hold on. It's supposed to be a new like Beverly Hills Cop Four or something like that. Three so It's supposed. It's in development. That's what I'm cool with that. It's certain characters that if he play that role. It also says in development Eddie Murphy is in an untitled Marion Barry biopic. Starring as Marion Barry. That's gonna be funny as fuck. Marion Barry's at uh, Washington DC. Who was doing like coke and shit? They caught him on camera doing coke. That's gonna be funny. Oh, and when you got, watch that Marion Barry. got Dolomite coming out too, which I've seen on Instagram. Which Dolomite? Is, yeah, it's like Wesley Snipes and then Mike Evans. That should be I've cool. seen them in 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 production. It looks like it. The problem with Eddie and same thing like Adam Sandler, the niggas just start chasing checks, man. And that's the thing that Listen, I'm gonna go see Rush Hour Four because I like Rush Hour. I like all the Rush. Now, Rush Hour Three is bad. Yeah, it's I mean, not yeah. bad, but it's no. It's not what I wanted to. Yeah, it's just not. It don't have it. It's like niggas talking about the Carter. Just don't match up with the name. Like you go see Rush Hour, you go see Rush Hour Two. This fire. See Rush Hour Three is like y'all should have named this shit. Has just been too old, niggas. Or something. <laughs> and that's that's the problem. That's the thing about Rush Hour Four, man. I don't know how Jackie Chan gonna be moving. He gonna be moving right. But Jackie Chan Rush Hour Two was moving right. He, nah, was he, got, he got somebody got to do he something. Stole the stunts, show. Right. He can't do all them stunts. Though. And that's the he used to do all the yeah, stuff, breaking like his foot and all that type of shit. Yeah, Jackie Chan got some bad. Nah, After like Rumble in the Bronx and shit, he had to stretch some bad movies. I mean, niggas got bad movies. Movie. Uh, international. All them niggas got bad movies. You yeah. can't name one international started don't got bad movies. Because oh, okay. they not trying to appeal to just our culture. It's like, yeah, they this movie over there hit. Now that Journey to the West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> that bad movie. Was a good movie when they brought him and, him and uh, Jet Li back. That was Journey to the West. No, it's not Journey to the West. When Jet when Jet Li was the Monkey King? Yeah, well, that's not Journey to the West. <laughs> that's no. Journey something, but no, that's that, Journey to the no, West. That's Journey to the West, bro. Or Shanghai. What is not called Shanghai Nights? It was something like. Nah, that's what it was. It was based yeah, off Journey to the West. That shit Shanghai Nights at noon, whatever that shit was. That shit <laughs> Shanghai noon to Shanghai yeah, Nights. That shit was Shanghai noon to Shanghai But nah, Austin, look. I think Coming to America is. I'm going to tell you why it's going to be funny. Yeah. They bring back. Hold on. They bring back the old cast. They bring back John Amos. Everything yeah. is going to be. I don't wish dead on him, but he not dead. No, he not dead. No, he man. was dead. John Amos. That's the bad from Good, good Times. Time. He the father. He was the father to come to America. I just seen him. Okay, he wasn't. He was McDowell. McDowell. I thought you was talking about. No, not the actor. I thought you did. I thought he was. He was Lisa. What's his name? No, that's his name. You talking about Lisa Lisa Lisa? Yeah. What's his name? James. James Earl Jones. Yeah. He's still alive. How did what? <laughs> this I watch is sixty years old. And I think so. Yeah. So I, think, I was I I'm surprised that niggas like. That. But listen, that's what I'm saying. The old cast are together, and when Eddie is around funny niggas like All Nights and and other shit, who who like them niggas old as shit? How you know they still funny? John Amos gonna always be funny, man. He's funny? Yes. 
Jones is funny. funny. He funny as fuck. He funny a lot. Like, if he make a cameo or some shit, he funny. Jay Jones is going to be a player's club. He ain't that funny in that. Hell yeah, he was funny in that. Now you tripping. This nigga lost his mind. That nigga was hilarious in that shit, bro. Listen. It's starting to sound just like a John, John Amos yeah, stand. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, bro, look. When you put Eddie around funny niggas that bring out the best of Eddie, he hasn't been around a car like this in a while. So it's making it sound like this nigga Kanye West or something. He is. He kind of like that. When Eddie is like with Harlem Nights, when he around a bunch of comedians, that's when he should do his best shit. So he's a sucker. No, hey, it's like he just need to be motivated. He just need to be around that energy, man. Yeah, it's it's energy. people energy. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You got to check. You going to like coming to America, too. Oh, my, man. We got to see it, though. We're talking about eight. 30 year gap. Yeah, we're oh, talking that's gap. That's just a big gap. Big man. gap. I'm seeing some big gaps lately. That's a gap. Yeah, man. Zamunda, man. That was before Wakanda. Zamunda. Zamunda. Yeah, man. Niggas ain't want to go there. Nah, niggas ain't want to go there. Yeah, they did not want to go to Zamunda then. <laughs> shout out to uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, man. I, got, I ain't gonna buy it, but it's like shout out. That's thirteen year gap. Remember, I couldn't, I couldn't beat the first one. You couldn't beat the first one. It's fucked up of you, dog. Yeah, it's too tough. <laughs> Bottom feet. <laughs> yeah, that shit was tough, man. A lot of boards. Oh, and Jay said he was not that funny, dog. Who? Yeah, John Amos. Yeah, oh, that was funny, man. Shout out to niggas on. He the was crib. the guy. Man, wait, hold on. Let me do this one scene. John Amos. He looked at Bernie Mac. He said, "Boy, don't you ever touch me like that? I'll blow your ass back to Chicago." That was the funniest shit ever, man. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, man. I'm in with John Anderson. Let me see John Anderson. John Anderson, man. All right, man. That boy don't be touching like that. I'll blow your ass back to Chicago. Funny. All right, man. Well, I don't know, bro. Maybe towards the coming. When do it come out? What the, uh... Coming to America, too. That's what'll be the end of the year. What about Bad Boys 3? That's what'll be summer. That's coming on January 20... 20? I thought I saw summer. Okay. Nah, it's January 17th, 2020. Oh, that's cool. All right, so, all right, man. We got some time, then. To, 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 to think about me going... To, I mean, I'm going to go see him, but it's like, I'm, I'm not, not going to be... I'm not going to see Coming to America. Just, I, I love Coming to America the first one. I got to go see I the second one, man. Arsenio Hall got two roles. Harlem Nights and Coming to America. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't need to see that nigga his need, third man. role. Who, what, that wasn't Arsenio Hall. That was Joanna, man. No, that's... Uh, that's um, uh, Miguel or something. Yeah, I forgot his name. No, I was Arsenio that dude kind of looks similar. It looks yeah, the same. That especially as Joanna, man. He doesn't <laughs> like that name. All right, man. Well, it's been a good episode, y'all. Catch y'all next week. Take it easy, man.